Patriots, assemble! We don't mess around. We don't waste time. Over here at his hard line. Let's go! from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Welcome to the show. Let's get started. Greetings, 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 and salutations to you all, ladies and gentlemen out there. I am Jason, your co-host with our sovereign Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, at our side because he is the host with the most. He is in charge. He is in the captain's chair and he is at the helm and behind the wheel. Therefore, he is steering this great ship through these crazy rough waters that we call life. So welcome to his hard line. Today is Wednesday. Happy hump day. It is Wednesday, June 28, 2023. And you are listening to episode. I know it's going to sound like Groundhog's Day, but you are listening to episode 567 again. Except this time. This show is called false teachers and we're going to be predominantly focusing on uh second peter chapters two and three um before i get into the reason why it seems like groundhog's day and we're doing episode 567 again because we technically did it yesterday but we're doing it over again and we'll get into that in just a second but remember as i always state periodically on this podcast i am not a doctor or a holistic health expert i don't wear a white coat and i don't play one on tv i'm not a financial advisor a pastor priest deacon biblical scholar or a bar lawyer nor do i hold any title of nobility thank god i do not have a political degree and i have never served in a de facto political office at the county state or federal level nor have i ever been involved with any three-lettered agencies like the cia or fbi because they're crooks and criminals i am also not the official face or voice of the national state or county assemblies but but i am a member of the michigan general general assembly and i strongly advocate for your participation in your local general general assembly and help restore a republic Additionally, I have no involvement past and present with any other groups claiming to be an assembly mimicking the same intent like the American State Assembly, National Liberty, Life Force, Beacon 37, RUSA, or anyone in anything outside the Michigan model. And I have not and never will participate in any fraudulent status correcting perpetrated by David Strait and company. Additionally, and lastly, I do not advocate for violence. I am my own man, and the opinions, thoughts, and statements are of my own unless I reference other materials. So there you go to all the Karens and Darrens out there. So I hope everybody's having a good day so far. Now, you might be kind of wondering, why did I delete episode 567? It was a pretty good show, everybody said. Everybody enjoyed it, at least the ones that were you know able to listen to it. I had some really good feedback on it. People were like, that was a really good show. Well, I played some audio and I'm going to keep it as vague as possible because I don't want to come out sounding like I am uh, attacking any one individual or disparaging any one individual man or woman. But I'm just going to say this. I played some audio um, by uh, Madison Marquette. 
Now, Madison Marquette, you know, she has claimed in her stories and, and a lot of what she's done and, you know, that she uh, she was trafficked and, and that she does, um, you know, she, she's talked about a lot about her past. I'm not going to get into it. We're going to have to take her for her word. Um, I'm not going to say one way or the other. But what I'm going to say is I would just suggest do your own research because I came across some more information, um, not just a little discernment from God, but from, uh, of course, uh, intuitive powers that my wife certainly has. And she's never been wrong about a lot of her stuff um, about other people. She's been dead on accurate, actually, with a lot of her in intuition. Uh, when it comes to other people and just different things like that. Again, it doesn't mean anything really as far as who the individual is. But at the end of the day, you know, one thing I have learned about my wife's intuition is that it's typically generally spot on accurate. And and it wasn't just her. I got some information from other people who listen to this show quite frequently. I'll keep their names anonymous because I don't want to ever, you know, jeopardize that. Um, I'm just going to say this. I deleted it because there are some questionable things with, you know, pretty much everybody, anybody and everybody that I talk about. Okay. Um, we are definitely in a huge deceptive informational war. There is no doubt about that. And if I come under scrutiny over this and people want to come and legit send me hate mail, which by the way, it's his hardline at gmail.com. It's his hardline at gmail.com. Put your most hateful subject matter in the subject line and I will make sure it goes into file 13 or the round files they call it in London. But the thing is, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not here to disparage anybody because I don't have receipts on any one man or woman. I'll just say that. Okay, I don't. But I will say this, just do your own research and do your own due diligence. Pray to God. And when I say pray to God, I'm talking about God, the Father, Almighty, the one that's, you know, the King of heaven and earth, the creator of heaven and earth. Seek him and he will guide you through all matters. He will show you what to believe and what not to believe. Now, again, I'm not saying don't believe Madison. I'm not saying she's bad or good or either way, good, bad, or indifferent. I'm not saying any of that. What I am saying is definitely do your own research. And I will say this, though. A lot of what she has said yesterday on, on that on that you know audio that I played and what she did in that video, a lot of what has, she has said was pretty accurate about other podcasters and about, you know, Trump being selected, like, it's interesting. Like everything she has said is actually all pretty true, but you just got to remember that we are in a very, very interesting time of age right now. And we are, we are just, we're, you know, we're just really in a different time. This is really one hell of a spiritual and informational war. And so I've decided to take a neutral stance and take a step back. Because I made a post earlier on Telegram and True Social saying, I am not going to invite anybody to be a guest on the podcast. And yes, that includes assembly members as well, even past, you know, past assembly members, unless they come with educational information that is backed up. Because the whole purpose of why I started this podcast is not to gain popularity. It's not to try to make money hand over fist. It's to serve my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. I don't care if this podcast doesn't grow past a thousand people. At the end of the day, that those thousand people, that's a, I take that I take that number very seriously. I don't care if that number is a thousand people or a hundred thousand or a million followers. I take that number very seriously. I don't care if it's only 100 followers. I still take that number seriously because those are 100 people that count on coming to this podcast for legit, solid information, and I intend on giving it to them and starts with the Holy Bible, which is why, because I deleted yesterday's podcast, I'm going to make up by reading 2 Peter chapter 2 and chapter 3. So I hope that makes sense for everybody. 
I know there's a little bit of crossover with Madison's audience and mine. I know that. I absolutely know that. And I'm sure I'm probably going to get a lot of people that are probably going to drop this podcast and stop following me on Telegram. And that's quite all right. Again, if you do, then I guess you're not the type of, you know, per, you know, man or woman that I want following this platform. Because here's the thing. We see quality individuals over. We, we see quality men and women over your people who really have an authentic and genuine substance about them. I don't want fake people. Look, when I used to DJ, let me tell you something. When I used to DJ, it was one of my biggest goals and missions to like be the most famous and most well-liked DJ out there. I wanted friends over, you know, hand over fist on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Like I wanted all of that, right? And I did. I actually was gaining quite a following as a, you know, I was a, I was a, you know, again, I wasn't somebody like DJ Tiesto, which I've never heard of him in a while. I haven't, I don't know what's going on with him, but I wasn't anybody big and famous that was world renowned. Right. But I will say I was gaining a very large following because I traveled nationwide. I went from New Hampshire to Minnesota, Wisconsin, Florida, Texas, and everything in between New Mexico. And I DJed a lot of nightclubs and bars. I knew some of the big names personally. I've DJed personally side by side with the DJ of the jump smoke uh, from jump smokers in, in the Wisconsin Dells at a bar called wet nightclub. I've DJed side by side with him. He's a famous DJ. I've known some famous DJs. One that I used to know quite well, um, who is still DJing for him, Jason Aldean. His name is John Perdue, but he goes by the stage name, DJ silver. I knew that guy, him and I, you know, talked. I, I'm not going to say we were besties or anything like that, but I knew the guy and we were in the same circles. My point that I'm getting at is I realized that when you have a ton of people that like you and follow you and you think they're your friends, they're really not. They're just trying to get around you because they think you have something to offer them given the right opportunity. It's they're fake. And you got to watch out for that. And so that's that's what the whole purpose of Second Peter chapter two and three is all about. Watch out for those false teachers, because there's many of them out there that 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 look like many. They take many different forms in in the podcast world. You know, Rodriguez. You know, Nino Rodriguez. You know, the 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 the, the boxing champion, right? There's Patriot Street Fighter. There's SGT Report. There's there's uh, and we know there's Scott with Bards FM. There's um, there's so many of them. Mel K. Um, what's the the big fraudulent one? Ann Vandersteel. That's another one. Charlie Ward. You know, all these people I have without a shadow of a doubt. Juan O'Savin. All these people are without a question of a doubt. Deep state paid funded actors trying to control the narrative against a population of people who are waking up. Okay. Yeah, P exactly right. Like Rietta says right here in the in the chat. People we never heard of until COVID happened. And all of a sudden, boom, great awakening happens. And then all of a sudden these freaking podcasters just pop up out of the blue. Just they just come right out of the woodwork. And all of a sudden, General Flynn is like connected to half these people, which by the way, anybody connected with General Flynn, take caution on who they are and who you follow. Just I'm just saying. Clay Clark, not a good guy. Watch you, who you follow. So without further ado, let's just get right into the reading. Second Peter chapter 2, again, reading from yesterday, but I'm going to go over it again, talking about false teachers. So starting with verse 1. There were also false prophets among the people, just as there were false teachers among you, who will introduce destructive heresies and even deny the master who ransomed them, bringing swift destruction on themselves. Many will follow their licentious ways, and because of them, the way of the truth will be reviled. In their greed, they will exploit you with fabrications. But from of old, their condemnation has not been idle, and their destruction does not sleep. For if God did not spare the angels when they sinned, but condemned them to the chains of Tart uh, Tartarus, and handed them over to be kept for judgment. And if he did not spare the ancient world, even though he preserved Noah, a herald of righteousness, 
together with seven others when he brought a flood upon the godless world. And if he condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah to destruction, reducing them to ashes, making them an example for the godless people of what is coming, and if he rescued Lot, a righteous man, oppressed by the licentious conduct of unprincipled people, for the day after day that righteous man living among them was tormented in his righteous soul at the lawless deeds that he saw and heard. Then the Lord knows how to rescue the devout from trial and to keep the unrighteous under punishment for the day of judgment, and especially those who follow the flesh with its depraved desire and show contempt for lordship. Bold and arrogant, they are not afraid to revile glorious things. I'm going to repeat that. Bold and arrogant, they are not afraid to revile glorious beings. Whereas angels, despite their superior strength and power, do not bring a reviling judgment against them from the Lord. But these people, like irrational animals, born by nature for capture and destruction, revile things that they do not understand. And in their destruction, they will also be destroyed. Suffering wrong as payment for wrongdoing, thinking daytime revelry a delight. They are stains and defilements as they reveal, revel, in their deceits while carousing with you. Their eyes are full of adultery and insatiable for sin. They seduce unstable people and their hearts are trained in greed, accursed children. Abandoning the straight road, they have gone astray, following the road of Balaam, the son of Besor, who loved payment for wrongdoing, but he received a rebuke for his own crime. A mute beast spoke with a human voice and restrained the prophet's madness. These people are waterless springs and mist driven by a gale. For them, the gloom of darkness has been reserved. For talking empty bombast, they seduced with licentious desires of the flesh those who have barely escaped from people who live in error. They promise them freedom, though they themselves though they themselves are slaves of corruption for a person is a slave of whatever overcomes him for if they have escaped the defilements of the world through the knowledge of our lord and savior jesus christ again become entangled and overcome by them their last condition is worse than their first for it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after knowing it to turn back from the holy commandment handed down to them what is expressed in the true proverb has happened to them. The dog returns to its vomit, and the bath and the bathe sow returns to wallowing in the mire. Now that was chapter 2, verses 1 through 20 through, 22, excuse me. And now for the reading of chapter 3, as we talk about denial. Now, this is now, beloved, the second letter I am writing to you, though them through them. By way of reminder, I am trying to stir up your sincere disposition to recall the words previously spoken by the holy prophets and the commandment of the Lord and Savior through your apostles. Know this first of all, that in the last days, scoffers will come to scoff, living according to their own desires and saying, where is the promise of his coming? From the time when our ancestors fell asleep, everything has remained as it was from the beginning of creation. They deliberately ignore the fact that the heavens existed of old and earth was formed out of water and through water by the word of God. Through these, the world that then exists was destroyed, deluged with water. The present heavens and earth have been reserved by the same word for fire, kept for the day of judgment and of destruction of the godless. But do not ignore this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is like a thousand years and a thousand years like one day. The Lord does not delay his promise, as some regard delay, but he is patient with you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a mighty roar, and the elements will be dissolved by fire, and the earth and everything done on it will be found out. Since everything is to be dissolved in this way, what sort of persons ought you to be conducting yourselves in holiness and devotion? 
waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God because of which the heavens will be dissolved in flames and elements melted by fire. But according to his promise, we wait new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Therefore, beloved, since you await these things, be eager to be found without spot or blemish before him at peace, and consider the patience of our Lord as salvation, as our beloved brother Paul, according to the wisdom given to him, also wrote to you, speaking of these things as he does in all his letters, in them there are some things hard to understand that the ignorant and unstable distort to their own destruction, just as they do the other scriptures. Therefore, beloved, since you are forewarned, be on your guard not to be led into the error of the unprincipled and to fall from your own stability, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory now and to the day of eternity. Amen. And that is chapter 3 of Second Peter, the last chapter, verses 1 through 18. Give me a moment while I take a quick sip to wet my whistle here. That was a lot of reading. Okay. So, a lot there. Like I said, I didn't really want to delete yesterday's episode without repeating doing the chapter 2 of Second Peter because that would have just made me feel bad. But, the letters of Second Peter, the second epistle, it provides very valuable insights into the, you know, the presence of false prophets and the false teachers within the early Christian community. And the, this report that we kind of get here aims to summarize and analyze the key themes that's you know presented here in second peter chapters two and three shedding light on the recurrence of false teachers and their destructive influence and impending judgment and the denial of christ's second coming right so with chapter two again because we did it yesterday but it's, again it's going to sound like groundhog's day to you but you know with chapter two talking about the false teachers and their consequences peter highlights the historical pattern of false prophets among the people of God in the Old Testament. Emphasizing that this pattern would actually continue with false teachers infiltrating the church. And there's without a question of a doubt that we definitely see this today. We see this so far and wide today. Not to mention, we see this with different truthers and red pillars, right? The red pill liars out there. But these, her you know, these heretical sects espouse destructive opinions that undermine faith in Christ and contempt for salvation and overall promote immoral behavior. So the punishment for these false teachers is likened to the consequences faced by fallen angels. And the sinners during Noah's time and the inhabitants of Sodom and Gomorrah. The author also, you know, modifies Jude's account by omitting one example and adding an illustration about Noah alluding to the preservation of, of the righteous and God's ability to rescue the devout. Now with chapter 3, it gets into the denial of Christ's second coming and the day of judgment. And it addresses the false teacher's denial of the second coming of Christ and the impending judgment. And these scoffers, as we read about, justify their licentiousness by arguing that since Christ promises or promised return has not yet occurred, that there is no need for moral restraint. And so they, what they basically claim is that, oh, well, the world rem remains unchanged. So... We're just going to continue mocking the belief in Christ, you know, return. Now, the author in this chapter counters their argument by drawing parallels to past divine interventions. Basically saying, well, don't forget about this, that, and the other. Like, for example, the destruction of the earth by the flood. Because just as God destroyed the world with water, 
this chapter asserts that he will destroy it again, but this time with fire on the day of judgment. And the delay of Christ's return is not a failure of his word, but rather an opportunity for repentance and the display of God's patience. I tell you what, do not mock God. These are fools. So what are some of the key lessons and, and, and takeaways from what we read here? Well, going back to the letters of Second Peter, it provides, you know, there's, there's several, there are several valuable lessons and ethical exhortations in this, right? So first, we talk about, like I said, the presence of false teachers and it serves as a reminder that vigilance and discernment are very crucial within the Christian community, just like we need it when listening to some of these truthers out here. You need discernment and vigilance. Like I said, I was questioned not that long ago, just last week, as a matter of fact, about, oh, you can discern if somebody has demonic possession. And my response was, uh, yeah, you bet your bottom dollar I do. What, you can't discern when you got somebody in front of you? that might have a demonic possession. Listen, I might not be the smartest man out there. And, you know, quite frankly, maybe some of my bulbs in the chandelier might be a little duller than most, but, you know, I do know how to do one thing and that is to basically capitalize and, you know, benefit from the, uh, how do I want to say it? the strengths of other people. Like for example, my wife and her strong intuitive and her strong, intuitive nature. I mean, she could look at somebody without really talking too much to them and just realize this person's bad. Now, before I used to poo poo all that, but then uh, different things started occurring and situations started coming about and it started kind of proving, oh my God, she's right. And you just don't get lucky over and over and over and over again. So that's when I started realizing, okay, my wife has got one hell of a skill or gift that God gave her. So while I might be deficient in certain things like intuitive powers, I try to tap into the wife's. And I tell you what, damn, she's good. She is good. I mean, I'm telling you. Uh, now I see why Dave Ramsey, which by the way, I got to go look into his lawsuit, but I see why Dave Ramsey takes his wife into the, you know, brings his wife into the boardroom whenever he has meetings because she sits in there and serves as pretty much like a slime detector. I totally get it. But basically, in a nutshell, believers must remain steadfast in their faith, ensuring that they are not swayed by deceptive doctrines. And listen, I hate to break it to you and I hate to admit it on the air, but I'm going to admit it because look, I'm a man and I, 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 I can be subject to fault or, you know, uh, I have weaknesses, right. And I have gotten deceived very easily. And thankfully for my wife, you know, look, I'm a very strong man in a lot of areas, but my wife where I'm weak in, she's very strong in. And now I've realized I have to use her strength in lieu of my weakness, if that makes sense. And I tell you what, now I understand when it says in the Bible, the two become one flesh. See what I'm saying? I understand why that's so powerful. Now, continuing on with the summary. Secondly, the impending judgment and the second coming of Christ should motivate us believers to live a virtuous life and to cultivate a readiness, a readiness for his return. Because the moral exhortation emphasizes the importance of ethical conduct as proper behavior aligns with the teachings of the apostles and contributes to the ultimate fulfillment of God's plan. And so overall conclusion Second Peter chapters two and three offer very profound insights 
into the challenges posed by false teachers and the, you know, the impending judgment and the denial of Christ's second coming. So these teachings encourage believers to remain steadfast in their faith and resist false doctrines and lead virtuous lives. Why do you think that the biggest part of, uh, you know, the model here at His Heart Line is we are firm, we are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. We have to be that way. But more importantly, we need to rely on our fellow brothers and sisters and our family and our spouses that are rooted deeply in Christ to lean in on them during, you know, for, for areas that we might be weak in. Because again, these teachings encourage believers to remain steadfast in their faith, right? Resist false doctrines and lead virtuous lives. Again, and, and focus on righteous examples of the past and acknowledging the ultimate judgment. And believers are urged to cultivate spiritual growth, readiness, and moral conduct as they await the new heavens and the new earth promised by God. So the theme that's discussed here in 2 Peter overall, chapters 2 and 3, has many relevant applications in contemporary society. Again, we need to learn discernment in information consumption. Because just as false teachers existed in early Christian communities, we have to deal in today's society because we are inundated with information from various sources by a lot of, you know, a lot of different media and podcasters and different social media platforms. We are inundated in this informational war. And it's crucial to exercise discernment and critical thinking when evaluating and you know the credibility and the reliability of the information that we we come across right we need to fact check we need to seek multiple perspectives and we need to consider the credentials and the reputation of the sources so it can help us navigate through this information and that's kind of where i was led to this morning after i had published yesterday's podcast Now, the other thing is we need to navigate around is the influence of deceptive narratives. And Lord knows there's a ton of them because false teachers propagate destructive opinions that undermine faith and morality. Similarly to, you know, today's media landscape, there can be instances where biased and misleading narratives are dis disseminated, whether due to political motivations or sensationalism or other reasons, right? It's essential that, you know, we are aware of the potential biases and agendas behind the media sources. And I think now it's pretty safe to say that there, there's really not a whole lot of trust in, in our mainstream media. <clears throat> I mean, there's a lot more followers and and viewership in in alternative media than there is in like cnn or fox you know we need to look at the ethical conduct and the per you know and and, and personal responsibility of these sources right um because again you know just like what we read in pete you know in, in second peter chapters two and three you know, Peter emphasized the importance of moral conduct and ethical behavior in light of the impending judgment. And that teaching can resonate today, reminding us of our personal responsibility to maintain integrity, compassion, and justice in our actions and interactions. And so despite those challenges posed by the barrage of misinformation and false narratives, we need to always strive to be informed. We need to be as responsible as we can be when engaging with society in a constructive and ethical manner. It's hard to navigate it. I mean, this is why it's a fifth generational war, guys. It's hard to navigate through this. But again, this is why we rely on God and Jesus Christ to get us through these crazy rough waters that we call life. You rely on him and he will steer you around those icebergs. Mark my words. Now, while it's important to exercise caution when discussing claims about the deep state or, you know, attributing motives to media sources, 
you know, the broader teachings from Second Peter can still provide very valuable guidance in navigating the complexities of our modern society by cultivating discernment and ethical conduct and commitment to truth. I'm going to repeat that, the commitment to truth, not the truth that you want to hear, not the truth that you think resonates most with you. No, just the commitment to the truth. Because individuals can contribute to a more informed and responsible society, better equipped to discern genuine information from misinformation or deception. And that is why, ladies and gentlemen, why I deleted yesterday's podcast. Again, I'm not saying one way or the other that that information was good or bad, but here's what I do know. I have no receipts one way or the other of what she is saying is true or untrue. I'll put that right out there. And if some of the people that follow this channel that are spillover or, you know, overflow audiences from her audience and that pisses you off, uh, sorry, tough shit, I guess. I'm not going to sit here and apologize to you in a sincere way. It is what it is. This is my platform. And anybody that has a freaking problem with it, get your ass off, unsubscribe, and go move on to the next fake news podcaster because I'm not that guy that's going to tickle your freaking ear. Tough crap. I'm not paid. I'm not bought and paid for. I haven't been MK Ultra. Let me tell you something about Jason Jones for a second. Oops, sorry. See, I keep doing it. I always hit my hand on the microphone. Hopefully, it's not too loud for you. It's loud for me. But let me tell you something about Jason Jones, where he comes from, in a brief, quick summation here. No, I know you. Uh, sorry. That was wrong timing, Patriot Beagle. I know you weren't meaning me because he put in the pot. He put in the chat here, paid influence in alternative media uh, spaces. I know you weren't talking about me. It was just I happened to say it actually right around the same time that you put that down. It was just bad timing. It's funny. I've been getting that lately. I'll post something and then somebody will email me saying, uh, was that post directed at me because of X, Y, and Z. No, no, no. That was just a, a, a case of bad timing. <laughs> that's, that's the second time that's happened this week. I tell you, that's crazy. But no, I, I'm, I'm being serious, though. So all kidding aside, look, I'll tell you this right now. I had a subscriber, and I'm saying this not, not I don't want to say this. I'm not saying this because this is... Look, I had somebody that actually donated to the show. I was very grateful for it. It'll actually help um, pay for subscription, excuse me, subscription dues to Podbean and my website. It's per, It was the perfect amount of money. I'm not going to say what it was, but it was the perfect amount of money. I'm like, oh, this is great. And so, but I know this one individual listens to Madison. She's a follower of Madison. I guarantee you she's probably going to be like, all right, you know what the hell with this guy? Uh, unsubscribe. Just so you people know. And when I say you people, I don't mean that derogatory. I mean like in general, right? Let me tell you something about Jason Jones. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Wrong pipe. I didn't grow up a rich kid. Grew up not a poor kid either, but, you know, modest. It was a struggle. I mean, it was a struggle enough to where I remember going through the grocery store and my mom always had to say, um, if you pick that, it has to be the store brand. It can't be an actual brand. Right. You know what I mean? So we didn't have I didn't have a lot of money growing up. I worked on a farm. A cranberry farm. I was, I worked in a pallet factory and as I got into my upper teens going to lower twenties, I got into marketing and sales in the fitness industry. And while I did that, I was also a DJ in the nightclub scene for about eight and a half years. Fast forward to about 2014, I got my CDL, became a truck driver. Was an over-the-road truck driver for about a year. Then our daughter came about. Well, I needed to stay home and be home with my daughter so she didn't have a, a weekend dad only. 
And that's when I started hauling gas for a, a specific company called Brenner Oil. And then I got the job where I'm at now, which is a big petroleum company. The bottom line is, is the only income that I have, and I'm not saying this as a, as a, as a way to try to get donations. So let me just put that out there. What I need you guys to do is just share the show. I want to grow the platform. I don't give a crap about the dollar. It's going to crash, to be quite honest with you. I don't care about the donations. What I care about is, are you getting benefit from this podcast? Are you learning something? Are you getting closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Are you spending 15 minutes a day praying and reading out of the Bible? Because remember when I first started this podcast, I had what was called 1% with him, which means 1% out of 24-hour period was 15 minutes a day. Are you spending 15 minutes a day with your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and reading at least a few scriptures out of the Bible? That is what I'm here to do. Serve you for God. I don't give a crap about the money. I make a good income hauling gas. Yes, it's tiring. Yes, I work stupid hours, and sometimes I work so many hours I get tired, and sometimes the podcast might have to get pushed off a day or two because I'm that tired. But just so you know, guys, you will never get fakery over here. You're not going to get anybody that's bought and paid for over here. You're not going to get somebody that was MK'd ultra over here. You're not going to have somebody that has a handler over here. You're not going to have somebody over here that was from a three-letter agency. You're getting Jason Jones. That's all you're getting. A bond servant of Jesus Christ. And trust me, I am not a perfect man. I am still getting rebuilt and shaped by God Almighty in heaven. He's still building me from the inside out. I say all that to say this. This podcast may possibly never grow to the size of what Joe Rogan's got. And that's fine. What's important to me is that the people that are here now and who does come in the future, you should know that I will never, ever, ever, ever go commercialized on you and ever give you false information. I will never do that because that is why I shied away from the 22 to 24 different voices out there that I used to listen to. And I completely dropped them like a bad habit. I got so sick and tired of being lied to and deceived, you know, being lied to and deceived. It pissed me off. You kept, I mean, I bet you, you guys were the same as me. We kept getting dates. Oh, 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 the EBS, the EBS is going to hit on this date. Oh, the media got taken over by the military. Everybody hunker down, hunker down. The EBS is going to happen this week. And then, it, then, then that, that, that date would come by. And then. And then it wouldn't happen. Yeah. And then it wouldn't happen, right? And it's like, oh, 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 oh. We, 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 the EBS, it's going to go off this time. 10 days of darkness, 10 days of darkness. And. And we went through this for what, like two years? Do you know how irritating? And draining that got to being. And they did that on purpose, guys. Make no mistake. They did that crap on purpose. They're trying to wear us down. But that ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen. Right, kids? That's right. That ain't going to happen. How do we feel about the deep state, boys and girls? Yeah, that's right, because they suck. They absolutely suck. You want to know why? Why, why? why is that, Trump? Tell us. You are fake news. Go ahead. That's right. They're fake news. We're not going to deal with their BS anymore. And that's why his hard line came about. I think that's why God nudged me and then pushed me. And then when I still didn't act, he web clipped me right upside. And that's a term in the family, by the way, web clip. That's uh, my, my wife's grandfather's last name. If you sat to the side of him and you did something that he didn't approve of, he would slap you upside the head. We called it a web clip. It's a, it's a, it, uh, if you sat on his right side, he would web clip your ass. 
And uh, so that's a family thing, by the way. I mean, it would sound like this. Right upside your head. You know what I mean? And so that's what God did to me. He web clipped me right upside my head. And he says, if you're not going to move on this, I'm going to find somebody else who will. And then I started realizing, oh, shoot, um, God means business. And so, February of 2022, this podcast came about. We might not always have the most riveting shows over here. We might not always be as entertaining as maybe some would like us to be. That's fine. I'm not here to be your comedy hour for the day. I'm not here to tickle your ear and say, oh, get your preps ready, guys. Go polish your brass and, and, and trust the plan. Get your popcorn. Make sure that's a nice and buttered up all. Because guess what? Patriots are in control and they're going to take care of all this and tribunals are happening, y'all. No, you know what I'm telling you? Throw away that stale ass popcorn. Stop sitting there and trusting the plan. Become the plan. Get involved with your local general general assembly. Go to www.national-assembly.net. Go to the forums page. Figure out if your state and county is in involved. And if you can't do that and you don't know how to do that, there is some... Uh, a phone number on there that you can call every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. It's the National Assembly conference call with Q&A. Find out what's going on in your state. At the very least, you can email me, JMJ, excuse me, not JMJ, old email, hardline at gmail.com, hardline at gmail.com. And You can email me and ask me what's going on in my state, and then I will forward you to a man who can get you in contact with somebody that is a communication secretary in your respective state. Again, hardline at gmail.com. If you want to know more information about the assembly, www.national-assembly.net. You know, that's another funny thing. You know, it, it, I suggest reading, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, because this, this stirred up some some feathers. And yes, I'm being a bit of a protagonist, I guess, in this aspect right now, but I don't care because these people, these people suck. You should read the front page of the National Assembly, read every word of it and take those words to your heart and really take caution. And some of the people that you might be dealing with, again, back to false teachers, watch them. And I know I'm, I'm probably going to get a whole bunch of hate on this next freaking meeting. Oh, Jason said this. Oh, shut up you people are so stupid we know what you're doing we know what you're doing and the jig is up ladies and gentlemen watch out for the false teachers okay i don't really know any other way to put it and watch for it in your own state I think it's a good time to end in prayer. So, Heavenly Father, oh, you know what, God, you know where, where I'm at. But either way, we, we come before you, and we, we come to you with humble hearts, and we ask for your guidance, and we ask for your wisdom while we navigate the challenges of our society. We live in a world filled with many false teachers, many people that want to spew misinformation and they want to be deceptive. And they want to put out false narratives and agendas. And we just ask that, you know, you help us get discernment and clarity and grant us the ability to recognize truth from falsehood, to discern reliable sources of information. And, the, and to approach all knowledge with a spirit of critical thinking, because Lord knows, we, you know, they don't want us being critical thinkers. They don't want us thinking for ourselves. So help us to uphold the ethical conduct 
promoting justice, compassion, and, and integrity in our interactions, strengthening us to grow spiritually, deepening our understanding of truth, and remaining steadfast in our faith. And may we be agents of positive change, contributing to a society that values truth and discernment and ethical engagement. And we pray all this in your holy soul. Oh, 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 I'm sorry, I'm jumping the gun here. Oh, Jason, easy, easy. Rietta adds to the chat here a prayer. Lord, thank you for showing us the false teachers and those trying to deceive us. Lord, please give us eyes to see and ears to hear the truth. Lord, we are thankful for all you are doing, and we know that you are doing things for our good and for those who love you and called according to your will. And we thank you for the quick typing skills that Rietta has because she was saying, I try to type as quick as I can. <laughs> You're good. But we pray all of this in your holy son's name. And, and, and actually, before I say amen, also, we do pray for those that have hidden prayers in their hearts and for those who don't know how to pray. Please answer their prayers in the fashion that you deem appropriate according to your plan and will. And we pray all of this in your holy son's name. Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, I'm sure this podcast might tick a few people off, but I just don't care. I really don't. The point of caring for me passed a long time ago. Um, Just don't care. Now, let's see. What's tomorrow? Tomorrow's Thursday, right? Yeah, tomorrow's Thursday. So... We have our Michigan General General Assembly state call tomorrow at 7.30. Chances are good. I might do this podcast tomorrow at around 8 a.m. If I can get my butt up that early. Um, about 8 a.m., maybe 15 after possibly. But, you know, between 8 and 8.15 a.m. Eastern time. And, yes, I know, Rietta, that means like five something for you. But you don't have to get up. She puts 5 a.m. <laughs> Get your chocolate tea ready. It's been a long time since I did an a.m. podcast. Uh, she says I'm already up by then. Why are you up by then already? You you shoving Donnie out the door for, for, for work? I'm waiting for a response in case you're wondering. She goes, I love mornings. Yeah, mornings are good. I like mornings, too. They're good. I don't know about 5 a.m. That's a... Eh. Look, I mean this with all the love and sincerity in the world, but that, I don't know, that you're a freak for getting up at 5 a.m. That's way too freaking early for my taste. Me, I like to mosey up out of bed around, man, you know, 6.30, 7 o'clock. I don't know, 5 a.m.? Nah. I like to look at my eyelids at that point still. <laughs> anyway, remember, folks, we are firm, and we are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. We're not going to let the enemy steamroll us that's not what we're gonna do all right keep it rolling keep it rocking and share this podcast far and wide you want to do me a favor don't donate money share this show email the links text the links post it on social media put it up in morris code smoke signals i don't care if you have to beam it up with you know whatever <clears throat> Etch it in somebody's cart. No, don't do that. Don't do that. That's that's bad. That's vandalism. Don't do that. But but share it. All right, share the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you back here tomorrow morning. God bless. Remember, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, ladies and gentlemen. We are firm. We are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. The enemy has crossed that line for the last time. It is up to people like you and I to hold that line. They've crossed the line way too many times, and it is time for us to stand up this republic and get after it. We gotta do this for God. We gotta do this for our families. We gotta do this for America, for the voiceless. It's time to get after it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining the show.
settle. I'm going to leave now. forget to check out the website www.hisheartline.com and if you want to know more about how to get involved with your assembly go to www.national-assembly.net that's www.national-assembly.net it's time to get active ladies and gentlemen let's go Joining us here at His Heart Line. We'll see you back here next time.